Welcome to a partial share by he tough uh tough shin pay dullard by he the end of braces the same of of uh, safer braces. So just quickly the um I'm gonna just mention one thing quickly and then I think we'll spend some time on a on a big Indian that's quite complex but quite quite amazing for Zoha. So um just the Indian of Pakoid Pakoid Yifkoid or Pakoid Pakadati, the this is like the word that's that goes with the gaula. Yeah, pakad. It's the Indian of Pakad. Everyone's aware that at the end of the Pasha, that's like the key, the code word that they give. And then when uh, Moshe comes and that's like the code word to tell the Yidden that he's coming to bring them out of Mitzrayim. So the Indian of the word Pakad, there's there's a lot of stuff to be said about this, obviously. But I just wanted to bring out one one idea that there's uh, the Balatorium brings from Vaikra Rabba uh, in Shmai Swell that there's a, a large Dalad. And he explains the reason for the large dullard is that you shouldn't confuse it for a race. Because if you confuse the dullard for a race, you will um you'll be saying a shem acher as opposed to a shem echad. So I actually I've got the uh the um the medrash, it says like this. If you make the dullard a reish, you'll machriv the entire oilam because you say Hashem Acher as opposed to Hashem Echad. Chaz v'shalom. Then he says, Ki acher. Don't bow to an Eil Acher, another god. Now, an Im Ato is a Reish Dalas, and if you create, if you flip over the Reish to a Dalad, Nimsa and machriv again, you're going to destroy the entire world because it says, "Don't bow to a foreign god," and then it, it would say, "Don't bow to God Echad." So that would be a problem. So we don't flip around the Reish and the the Dalit. In this case, though, Pakoid Picardity, a Picardon means something that you own. Yeah, you give a Picardon to someone; it means they own it. What happens if you flip the dullard to a race in, in, in Pakad? What let what what word do you get? Loshan Hefka. Hefka. So Pakad is that is the Gaula. Why? Because the Gaula is going from a Bahina of Hefka to a Bahina of Nifkad. Hefka means that you are ownerless. Yeah, that's the epitome of Avdus. Because <laughs> as we've said many times, there's only two options. Yeah, there's either God or you. So if you think you're ownerless, that means you're not. It means you're a slave to yourself. But if you're Nifkad, if you're a if you're a possession of God, yeah, that's called Geula. So the Indian of Pakad is the is the difference in the relation the Dalad is the begin of going from Hefka to Picadon, from going from ownerless, which means we belong to ourselves, which is Mamnash Gallus, to we belong to the Rabbi which is reality, which is Geula. There's um, there's another thing. I'm going to say it quickly. I'm going to read you the English in the uh, just so that you can see that the ideas that I bring are from all over the Torah, meaning that we've spoken a lot about what 
Ava is. There's Ava Talui Bedava, and then there's an Ava, a real Ava, yeah? A true love and a love that is dependent on something that really isn't a love at all. So the Orchayim speaks it out very beautifully. I'm going to read it. I'll read it in English um, with the art scroll translation and interpretation. Okay. So it's talking about, it's the beginning of the Pasha. It's uh, Pasuk um, Mem Zion Kaftes. And it's the Orchayim. There's a lot of Orchayims and a massive amount of Orchayim. But it's the Russia, the... Um, the the title that begins oid bider remes niskaven lemois loy. There's a there's a remes, yeah. Consider that Yaakov had two ways of interpreting all the kindness that Yosef had done for him until now. The first possibility was that Yosef had done it because of the favor that Yaakov found in his eyes, not for any other reason. It says really not for any reason. Loy siba. Not for a reason, just that he found chain in his eyes, and that would mean that um, Yosef, out of out of true love, ahava nechoyna, a misyacheses lematzias chain that comes out of the matzias chain. It's just, it's, it's just you can't talk about it. It's too hailing to talk about. It's just who he is. Yeah, that's that's the first option. The second option is that Yosef did this kindness out of a sense of obligation to sustain his father, as is Derek Eretz. That's how the world works. Yeah, and indeed, it would have been shameful for Yosef to um, to um, impose um, on others the burden of supporting the, his father and his brother and see them lacking bread and food without doing anything to help. Therefore, Yaakov told Yosef that the matter about which he was uncertain, namely, what had been... Is Yosef's... it clear for everyone? I'm sorry, it's very unclear for me. Is it clear for everyone? People hear me? I'm getting a lot of static. Sorry, I got a lot of static. Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry for interrupting. Okay, no problem. I'll try and talk a little closer to the microphone, maybe. Um, it was uncertain to me that Yosef's intent... Why was Yosef sustaining him all these years? It was determined by, this is the second option, it was determined by his response to what he was requesting now. For he would not fulfill his father's desire and wish to bury him with his fathers, it would become obvious that whatever good Yosef had done for him was because of the favour that Yaakov found in his eyes and out of love um, and a wholehearted desire to benefit him. It's getting a little common. The the point is, I'm not going to go through. You have to read inside because the Orchan is complicated, and then that, the the um, the art scroll makes it more complicated. The point is that the Orchan defines love in exactly the same way as we've defined it as well. True love is blisiba. It's not about any reason. That's and that becomes from a um, matzias. It become it it comes from something within me. Something within me, not it's not about you so much, but it's about the me in you. But it's about words, it's very difficult to speak about it. Okay, that, that, that's that that was just my way of introduction. This is really what I wanted to give over for this year. Okay. Okay, we should be sorry. This is a big, a big Indian. And we need to, we need concentration, but it's worth it as well to shame. But it's something new, something different than what you just said. Yeah, yeah, completely new thing. Those were just two small ideas I just wanted to throw out 
because I thought they were worthy of speaking out. But this is really what, what I wanted to give the shit on. Okay. So we're going to recall three stories of Yaakov's life. There's the story of the Bukhira with Ace of Yaakov. Okay. Back in Pasha's told us. Then we've got uh, the story of Leah and Rachel and Yaakov. And then we've got the story of Ephraim and Menashe with Yaakov benching Ephraim and Menashe, which is a very strange way to end his life because after that's really like the last story of Yaakov. After that, he he benches the he benches the 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 Shvatim and then his Nifta. So really, the last story and the and the Chumash gives about eight is it eight psukim, something like eight psukim. It's it's amazing eight psukim to this whole thing with the hands like what. You know, Yosef's saying, put your hand there. And he's like, no. And he flips it around and he flips it back. And he's like, no, no, no. And it's, what's the, what is that all about? What's shut there? And why does the Chumash give it so many, so many psukim? It's such a chosh of Okay. So everybody's familiar with the concept of godless Rishon, Katniss and godless Shani. Anyone's heard of these ideas? No. So a godless Rishon, it's like the, the, the paradigm of godless Rishon, Katniss, godless Shani is is Pesach, uh, the Oimer, and Shavuos. Okay, it's a freebie. You're given a freebie on Pesach, yeah? Shem just pulled you up to the level of the Malachim, yeah? What does it mean, Godless Rishon? What does that mean? Uh, I'm explaining. So Godless yeah. Rishon is like, the the way to understand it is Pesach, where Hashem just pulls you up. You didn't do anything for some reason. Hashem just opened up your mind. And you've got this, you're in a state of Godless. Moody. Then you fall down into cutness. Now it's the avoid of the oimer. You have to work it out. You have to push and struggle and fight and mamash, energy, effort, stadless. And then you're zoicha to shavuos, where you've earned it. That's called godless sheni. And that's much greater than godless rishon. So godless rishon is like the flash that Hashem shows you what's possible. Then you plunge that back into darkness and you work your way back up to a godless sheni, which is where you you own it. You, 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 so to speak, deserve it. Not we really deserve anything, but so to speak, you deserve it, yeah? This is a, a, a Tanya thing, a Hasidus thing. What uh, is it? It's a regular, this is, I mean, it's regular cloth. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it talks about a lot is uh, Rabbi Tatz in that book, Living Inspired, which is a fantastic book. Yeah, but it's, it's a cloth. Okay, so it's like this. You notice in these three stories that we spoke about with the Bukhira, mm -hmm. with Leah and Rochel, with Ephraim and Menasha, there's an Indian of the firstborn going second in all of those things. Yaakov had to steal the Bukhira from Esav. Esav was the firstborn. Yaakov was the younger one. Then Rochel and Leah, he was meant to marry Rochel, who was the younger one. And he ended up marrying Leah. He should have married Leah. The idea is you marry the older one first, but he took the younger one. And then by Menashe and Ephraim, um, Ephraim who is the, um, Ephraim's the older, that's right. One minute. Well, he wants to give Menashe because Menashe is greater. One minute. Who's the, who's the old one? I think Menashe is the older. That's why he was right for the yeah, brothers first. So Menashe, Menashe's older, who should get the right hand, but he puts, he puts um, Ephraim to the right hand, who's the younger. So there's this whole Indian by Yaakov about 
about the first becoming second and the second becoming first, the younger being more hosher than the older, the older being less hosher than the younger. That's a, that's a theme throughout his life. But listen to how it works. By, by the Bukhoira, when Yaakov needed to take the Bukhoira from Esav, he didn't even know. It had to come through Rivka. Rivka not only told him he had to do it, but she worked it all out for him as well. So he just, it, well, he didn't even realize that's what he should be doing, O.P. Peshat. Rivka, Rivka let him know. Then by Rochel and Leah, he hopped that he needed to marry Rochel. But he got tricked by Lovan and he ended up marrying Leah. And by meaning he should have been marrying, he wanted to marry the younger one correctly, according to him, which is putting the younger before the older. But he got tricked. He hopped it himself, but he got tricked by Lovan and he ended up marrying the older. And then finally, he puts the younger before the older with Yosef at Sadiq telling him, no, Tati, you got it wrong. And he's like, thank you very much. I'm going to take care of this. Thank you. You hear the, you hear the connection? It's Moedic. So I want to, the thing is that I'm going to go off on a complete tangent. So maybe we'll just finish this thought and we'll go off on a complete tangent. Okay, so we'll finish the thought and then we're going to go away from the Pasha, but it's it's this Indian. So that's Godless Rishon, Katniss and Godless Shady. But it's more, it's much deeper. Listen, it's beautiful. The Godless Rishon means he had no musag of the fact that he was meant to be putting the, 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 the younger was meant to go before the older. And it all just worked out. Rifka told him, she worked it all out and it worked out good. Now, the, the cutness is he knew what he needed to do, yeah? But he got tricked by Lovin. Now, this is an Indian of the Seichel. His Seichel understood what needed to happen, maybe on a level above, above actual Seichel, but, uh, but uh, on a higher level. What is it that gets in the way of our Seichel? What's, what causes us most of the time to, to do the wrong thing? The dynamics of the Nefesh of Bahamas. The dynamic, like we've said many times, the idea of the holy house and the and the non-holy house. In the holy house, the parents are being machanach the children. And mm -hmm. the opposite, the children are manipulating and hijacking the parents. Yeah? That's the idea of the midas overtaking the seichel. That's bad. You're not meant to be running your life with your Midas. You're meant to be running your life with your Seichel. Your Midas are meant to be being directed and geared to doing what your Seichel determines is the right thing to do, not the other way around. So Lovan is Loshan Lave Ben. That's emotion. On both, there's the Indian of the Seichel and the Lave, and there's the Indian of the father and the child. In both cases, it's the same. They're synonymous for emotions. So Lovin is lave ben. And it was the emotion, so to speak, that was able to stare the seichel hakodesh of, of Yaakov and trick him into marrying the older instead of the younger. That he, need, he knew that he needed to go against Teva because Alpi Teva, he should be marrying the older one. But he knew that he should be going against Teva 
but he got tricked by the Midas and he ended up getting sucked back into Teva. You with me? Masha'ain came by the end of his life. By the end of his life, he had ascended to such a madrega that Yosef has tzaddik, the ben de Kedusha, mamash, his child, his son, the emotions, came to him and said, Tati, you got it wrong. You've got the wrong, you, you want to put your right hand on him. And he's like, no, no, no. He had ascended to such a level of clarity. So I'm going to quote for you. The Pasuk says, Vishak Israel es yeminoi, the Yosh is Arosh Ephraim, who was the younger one. He put his right hand on Ephraim's head. He's the younger one. The smaller Arosh Manasha. And he put his left hand on the head of Manasha, who was the older one. Now listen to the Loshan, it says. This is Pasuk 4814, if you want to look up. Sikel es Yadov, Loshan Seichel. Sikel, so so Rashi here brings Rashi say brings unclus. He says, Sikel es Yadov Katagumoi Achkiminun Achkiminun from Russian Chokma. He used Chokma, meaning he went beyond Seichel. Seichel, when they when we use the word Seichel in and sometimes it means like the Indian of the the Shoresh of Seichel, not Bina, beyond Seichel. And it says, Bahaskel Vachma. This is what Rashi says. Bahaskel Vachma. His skill as Yodov Lukach. He he used intelligently his, his hands for this. Umadas. And it came from Das. Kiyoidea Haya Kimanasha Bukhov Afal Pikha in Loisas Yaminolov. He basically had ascended to a level so deeply, so high, he'd become so synced in with the Rabbeinu Shloilam that even Midas, that were completely in line with Hashem, he went beyond that. So even Yosef, who was the Midas, the son, the holy son, who was in line with Hashem 100%, Yaakov went beyond that to the level where he had Das, Mamash. And when you have Das, nothing can stare you. It's like, I, I if people got my email that I sent about the Kiddush cup that people helped bought for me, that I I, I asked for a, uh, I asked Hashem for a Kiddush cup about two or so months ago, yeah? And I never had experience like this in my life. Whereas I, I asked with with a genuine like I, I can't say how genuine the the ask the, the the request was, and he answered me immediately yes, to the point where I said thank you, as if he had given it to me already. That was das. Das means you know, you absolutely know. Nothing, nothing could convince you otherwise. Nothing. That's where Yaakov ascended to, where even his son, with his holy emotions, the holy emotions of, of Yosef, couldn't stare him from the MS that he knew. He had ascended to such a madrega, that was Yaakov, that was Yisrael, just before he was Nifta. So this is the seam of his life, is the broch of Menashe Mephraim. It began, but he didn't even know that the Bechor needs to go, that the Tzayir needs to go to the Bechor. Then through his life, he got tricked 
into doing the wrong thing that he should have done. He And by the end of his life, he had ascended to such a madrega that even when Main Kedusha comes along and tells him to do X, he's like, no, 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 I know exactly what I'm doing here. Can you give me the three steps? Uh, Gadola Rishona, what's the middle one? It's called Godless Rishon. Godless Rishon. Godless Shane. Godless Shane. What's the first, the middle one? Cutness. Cutness. Uh, but it's excellent. This week, somebody asked me this. You gave me the answer. I needed it. Somebody asked me a question. I haven't found the answer. The question was asked is, what was Yaakov doing? Why was he switching? Didn't he see growing up what happened? Didn't he see by and Leia? Didn't he see all these times? And why is he doing it again? And here is the answer. So this is, so now we're going to go to the next one. This is truly amazing. If I don't know if we're going to go over time. If anyone needs to jump out, jump out. No offense, they can catch a rerun, whatever. But this is really a very special. Uh, this is very special to hear this. Don't leave, but this is going to be, leave, but this is going to be amazing. So, okay. We're moving away from the partial agame, but you'll see it's the same Indian. Okay, well, the concept of a nace. So a nace, we're going to discuss two words here. My Rebbe in English calls them f- fact and truth. Okay, but we're going to we'll use the Hebrew. We'll, we'll interchange. Shandani, you're just in time for a, a more ridiculous thing. Nace equals means fact and truth? No, 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 no. For, but put nace this up. We're going to talk about it. There's two words that we need to get comfortable with. In English, we're using the word fact and truth. The Hebrew, we're going to go with metzias and ms. So if I say metzias, I mean fact. If I say fact, I mean metzias. If I say ms, truth, truth, ms, that's obvious. Okay. Now, the concept of metzias is that's how it is. That's how it is right now. So... Truth, definition of truth, Tanya says this clearly, truth is nitzchi. Truth was, is, and will be always. So the truth is that Yidden don't eat chazir. With nitzchi. Nitzchi, forever, eternal. The truth is Jews don't eat pork. That's the truth. The fact is that there are some Yidden who eat pork, unfortunately. (laughs) That's the fact. But the truth is that you don't eat, don't eat chazir. That's the truth. You with me? Now, for example, there's, um, the truth is that the Yidden need to go to Harsinai and receive the Torah. The fact is there was a sea in front of them. Now, a nace is when a fact bows down, gives way, dissolves before, is in this battle to the truth. Geula is when all the Matsyas and all the MS is aligned. But there's no steerer between Matsyas and MS. There's no how it is right now and how it will be eventually. That's called Geula, when fact and truth are the same. And truth doesn't change. Fact changes all the time, all this, all the time. Facts are changing, call rega for rega. But when all the facts are aligned with MS, that is called geula. Now, a nace then is defined as when the fact right now 
gives way to the truth. The fact is, there was only one Pach Shemen. The truth is, we needed the menorah to be lit for 10 days, for, for eight days, sorry. So the, the fact bowed down to the truth. And that's called a nace. By Rauchanina, with his daughter, when uh, she filled up the, the candles with, uh, with vinegar, and she told her tatty just for Shabbos. And he said, the one who said that the vinegar will burn will say that, so the one who said that Shema will burn will say that vinegar will burn. Again, the fact bowed down to the truth. Now, Teva is a fact. Teva is a Matthias. Why does water roll down the hill? And why does fire go up? We That's what it does. That, that's the way Hakadosh Baruch Hu set nature up. That's not. That's giving nature too much credibility. You know why water what? goes down and why um, why fire goes up? Because Hashem right now is telling water to go down, and Hashem right now is telling fire to go up. You could call the nature of water. We'll, call, we'll talk about water. You could call the nature of water Hashem's opinion. He has an opinion that water should go down, water should be cold, water should <laughs> water should level out, water should help things merge together, water can subsume stuff, water can house fish, etc. That's his opinion. Now, the truth is that Yidden are here to serve him in mitzvahs. That's not so much his opinion, that's him himself. Mitzvahs don't change. Mitzvahs are nitzchi. Mitzvahs are eternal, because mitzvahs are an expression of him. Just like the sun isn't creating light, yeah, the light is emanating from the sun, so too the mitzvahs are emanating from Hashem. They, they're, they're an expression of himself. They're not an opinion of his. So, so mitzvahs don't change. Teva sometimes gives way to the, the nature. Nature of, of the world will give way to some other thing, to, to some deeper mitzvah, so that truth can come through. That's what we call a nace. And that's the Indian of, that's the Indian of, um, uh, that, that, that is the Indian of a nace, is when, is when the apparent reality bows down to what needs to be, what is real, what really mm. is. Mm -hmm. Now we've got a question because we've just been saying, mm. Mike, you have to run? I can't hear you. I, yes, I do have to go, but I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, this is either chapter five or six in Rabbi Friedman's book, Creating a Life That Matters. That's all about that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, 100%. Amazing, amazing. But, but, no, so meaning there are guys that should have the book. That's the rerun. The, the book, last bit you're not going is, is to be add to it, the Seder. If you And if you guys don't have a book, I have two copies at home to give away. So if anyone wants one, let me know, and I have a copy for you. Square. Okay, good job. So you just uh, you just said nature can give uh, nature. Well, mitzvahs are because mitzvahs are expression of, Hash, of of Hashem. Therefore, it's not an opinion. It's MS. It's like it's not his opinion. It's like he's okay. Not... And and but nature could give way to something else. 
but wait, we're, I'm what I'm saying is not true because I'm setting us up to understand something deeper right now. So if that doesn't sit well with you, it's good because you're miscovered to reality. So we basically say like this, that Torah, this is how we've set it up right now. Okay, and I'm, I'm giving you a heads up. This is wrong. But this is how we set it up right now, <laughs> is that nature is extra. Water goes down because it goes down, but it could just easily go up. So Hashem, when he wants to override it, he overrides it. Yeah? But Torah is, is eternal, unchanging, immutable is the fancy English word, yeah? Torah is immutable. So Torah doesn't change. But we've got a real problem here because we have a... Uh, we have a Zoya that says, Kucha Brichu, Histakel Boyalma. He looked into the Torah and created the world. Just as a side point, it says, Banash, people, Mistakel Boyraisa, Makayim Alma. They look into the world and they they look into the Torah and they establish, they they Makayim the world. But Hashem looked into the Torah and he was he was he was Boyre Alma, he created the world. There is no chiluk between the world and Torah. Water looks like water because that's the expression of, for example, chesed in this physical world. Water looks like chesed. If you wanted to give chesed a physical, a phys physicality, it would end up looking like water or like milk or whatever, whatever. If you wanted to give Gavura physicality, it would end up looking like fire or wine. And we could talk about lots of different things. But that comes out, it comes out that, that the Metsias of this world, terror of this world is not a, uh, is not an opinion of Hashem's. It's just as real as the Torah is. Everyone's with me? Yes. The world is not arbitrary. The world is not arbitrary. The world looks how it is, and it's the same way as Torah is how it mm. is. It's an expression of Torah. It's like it's like you write a code, an HTML code on your website, and it looks like this. It's not like, well, there's the code and then there's this. It's no, the code looks like this. In when you manifest when it, as it manifests through the channels of what it looks like, there's no it's not it's not like there's some kind of difference, some kind of hit. It's like the way you look is your DNA. It's an expression of the DNA. So the way the world looks is an expression of Torah. So the world isn't the has, um, water does not look like water arbitrarily. Water looks like water because it's an expression of something in the Torah. So in a sense, it has to look like water. Just like Shabbos has to always be Shabbos, water always has to be water. So now the question right. is, how comes Hashem was able to open the water so for, us to get, for us to get to the other side? How can you even, that's like, disregarding Shabbos. Rewriting the Torah almost. Yeah. Listen to this. From the Rambam. From, um, it's from Yesodeh Torah. 
Um, you say it's a nine three if you want to look it up. Tess Gimel. You say it's worth looking up. If the Navi says to me, and we know he's a Mamash Emistika Navi, to go over to transgress one of the mitzvahs in the Torah, pardon me, or al mitzvahs habe, bain kalos, bain chamuris, or bain for or on all, a lot of mitzvahs, whether they're Stark or whether they're kal, yeah. If it's temporarily mitzvah you have to listen to him. That paradigmatical paradigm example of that was was uh, as as Yitzi and I are learning right now, and uh, we just finished the or oh, Mazel Tov, by the way, on being Messiah uh, Malachim Aleph that we just learned about. Mm-hmm. Uh, about um, Eliyahu and Har Carmel, he made a bummer. He made a, a, a like a mizbeach there, a bummer outside of the uh, outside of the Mishkan. And that was that was Asa. Outside, sorry, outside of the basin Mikdash. That's Asa. But Lafisha, the tzaddik is allowed to be goyze, and you're allowed to do you, you. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to transgress the mitzvah. At the word of the tzaddik, lefisha. You with me? Temporarily, if the if the navi turns around and says Shabbos has been abolished, yeah, then you kill him. But if he turns around and says this Shabbos, we're not keeping Shabbos for so and so reason. It's a mitzvah to not keep Shabbos. That's pesach halacha. The Rambam brings that very clear. It's pesach halacha. So lefisha. Yeah, which means temporarily. Lefisha, oh, temporarily, okay. Lefisha, sorry, Lefisha means temporarily. Temporarily, if the tzaddik turns around to you and says, you have to be over on Shabbos this week, it's a mitzvah to be over on Shabbos this week. It's exactly the same Indian. It's exactly the same Indian as Kriyas Yamsuf. Lefisha, Hashem temporarily will mess with nature. And what happens if it wasn't temporarily? If it wasn't temporarily... Yeah, then it becomes nature. The whole definition of a nace is that it's something that happens temporarily. Because if it was kavua, that would that's what we call nature. The fact that water flies down, flows down, that's the nature of water. That's its nature because it always does that. After if it starts going up. Yeah, give it a year or two, or even less than that, and that will be its nature. And we'll remember the old days when water used to flow down, but then it became, now it goes up, and that's just how it is. That's the that's how it is now. That's its nature. So the nace, the concept of nace is dafka temporarily. And that's why Hashem will be mevatel the chuke teva, the laws of nature, Temporarily as a nace, just like the tzaddik can be goyzer to do an avera temporarily. Except for how, how does that work when we say that every day that the sun comes up, the sun goes down, that te- that, that, that that there's a nace within teva? That's exactly what I just said. Is that a nace? If if the if the break in the law wasn't temporary, it would just become nature again because all nature is. Is a nace that you've become that you've become um, ragil, um, accustomed, to. accustomed to. 
that's what nature is so so it's like it's it's like this if um it's an interesting way of understanding Hanukkah because when the let, let me ask you a question yeah you're uh what's the time it's it's morning for you now yeah this evening at Skia the sun just stops moving and everyone's like for the first hour like people are like is that right is that it seems like a long Skia yeah five hours later all the news channels, YouTube, phase, everything's going crazy. Sun is not moving. No one knows what's going on. Everyone's like going out their head, yeah? The next morning, people are pulling out their hair. People are going crazy. You've got all the scientists launching rockets and satellites and everyone's doing... Nah, nah. <laughs> Three days later, it's still nuts. Everyone's talking about it, yeah? It's not like it was when it first happened. A week later... It's like two weeks later, a month later, you would already be surprised that the sun started moving. Nature became that the sun just stands in, in its place. That's the point of, that's that's the exact point of what we're making here. So when Hashem breaks nature as a nace, it has to be temperate by definition. It has to be temporary because the minute it's Kavua, that becomes nature again. That's why the Navi can't break. This is why the Torah is not arbitrary. The, just like nature isn't arbitrary, the Torah is not arbitrary. It's an expression of him. It's like people were talking, you know, people, you want to get close to God, so you go on a retreat somewhere. God is expressing himself right now in front of your eyes in the most ultimate way he could be expressing himself. There is no greater expression of Hashem than Olam Hazar. It's ultimate expression. But now listen, listen, let's finish off with this. This is the this is the cherry on the on the top of the cake. The, the cherry on the icing on the cake. Originally, I read I quoted it, I got it here one minute. Yeah, so there's a there's a medrash, a famous medrash that says that um, I'll, I'll read it, I'll read it. I brought it from the Shaykh of Munna, but he quotes the medrash. At the beginning, it went up in Hashem's mind to create the world with Midas Adin. Everyone knows the Midrash, yeah? He saw that the world couldn't be Miskayim. He was Mishtatev with it. He combined with it Midas Arachamim. Everyone's heard the Mishnah, the 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 the, the, the uh, the Chazal before, that originally Hashem's plan was to make the world just with Midas Adin. He saw that the world couldn't be Mekayim, so he stepped in there, he combined with it the Midas Arachamim. Yeah? The Balatanya says, Dahainu. What does that mean? Hiskalas Elakus Sadikim Sumosim the revelation being mishtatif in the world, being combining with the world, midazarachamim means that Hashem put elakus into the world by way of the tzaddikim and by way of the miracles in the Torah. That's exactly our Indian. The Indian, the tzaddikim are the ones who are able to override the laws of Torah, lefisha, temporarily. And the definition of a nace is the overriding of the laws of nature temporarily. Those two inyanim 
are what allows this world to be miskayim. That's the histatfus of the Rahmanus in the din of the world. The din of the world is nature does this. Finished. And the Torah is like this. Finished. But the world couldn't be miskayim, said Hashem. So he put into it the ability, with he built into its nature the ability to kind of give a little. Therefore, it's a mitzvah. A mitzvah of the Torah says that when the tzaddik tells you that you have to break Shabbos for this Shabbos, not for not forever, but just for one Shabbos, then you break it. And that's a mitzvah. So built into the Torah is this, is this, is this flexibility. It's such a lesson for us. It's such a, I mean, just to, it's such a, it's so masoik, but, but to take away just that it's absolutely essential, the flexibility with our family, with our children, with our wives, with our employees, with our friends, with every, with, with everyone there is, that that level of flexibility, that's what allows the whole world to be miskayim. Hashem's flexibility. He bends nature occasionally, and he allows the Torah to be bent occasionally to feed the tzaddik. And that ties back in with what we spoke about with Yaakov, who was who went against the choik of nature, where the elder comes before the earlier, where, where the elder becomes before the younger. He, he was the tzaddik who could flip that around. And by the end of his life, he had become so in tune with the Rabbonishra that he was actually able to do that against even another tzaddik telling him that that's not the right thing. We should be zoichem as well, Hashem. Okay, everyone shall Thank, Thank you. It was delicious. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the Kiddush Cup. I do, I do. Tis kalamitsas. Chazak bracha tonight. Aspar night. All the best.